0: This is a heartbeat The blood inside of me the the Life inside of me Everywhere I go
1: Body. How are you today? Hope everyone is doing great. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And our program today is Kidding Kiss,
2: Kidding Kiss, Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. And
1: we have a brand new topic today. It is... Let him be accursed. Hallelujah. We thank God for what he's doing. We bless the Lord today. And I hope you went through the last message. It's about uh, being good. So we will see what the Lord will teach us today. And we are
2: here, so please let's get something now. We so just need to bless you today. Spirit
1: of living God, we thank you for who you are. And we are here, we are hungry for you. We thank you for your word.
2: In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I have some tests for you. On the uh, on the website, that is just the one I could lay hands on. I have more of that, okay? So if you need more, let us know. And uh, yeah, let's go. Now I have the topic. Let him be a cause. So I I just kind of lift that up. It's a phrase that is in uh, the Galatians chapter one from verse eight to nine. It's in verse 8 and also in verse 9. So it's like, as if you don't know, let me repeat it again. So he put it there, okay? So he, he, he said it in verse 8, and he repeated it in verse 9, okay? So uh, very important for us to ponder about. To meditate about to think about okay so very very important for us especially we who are preachers of the world who are ministers of the world and who are teachers of the world as long as we are a child of God we all ought to be ministers of God you know the word minister uh, it's not to lord over anyone i it, it's need to be a monster to be a servant uh, people who serve and then when you then serve uh, in, in 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 uh the people you serve can reward you in whatever they feel they they will be able to to do but it's not by any means lording. Uh, We saw how Jesus served served, uh, his disciples, uh, went as far as washing their feet, and uh, many of them were shocked. It's an example to all of us. So we are servants and teachers and trying to uh, help out to be God's representative, serving the people. And making sure they are okay, Hallelujah. So, um, let's go now to the first uh, test that I listed on the screen. So let's go ahead and read Galatians chapter one from verse eight to nine. So let's see if we can read from verse six. Okay? So. Let's read from 6. and I'm going to read from New King James Version. Okay, he said, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But
1: there are some who trouble you and wink. who troubled you and went to pervert the gospel of Christ.
2: But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preach any other gospel
1: to you than what you have received, let him be accosted. Verse ten. He said, "For do
2: I, no, for do I now persuade men or God? It's a question. Or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I will not be a
1: servant of Christ." So we can save man and the same time, save Christ. In other words, we have to make one master.
2: So we are either a master of this. Uh, I mean, we 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 we, are, we 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 either made Christ our master or we make man our master,
1: okay? So, we, we cannot be both at the same time. So, one must be our God.
2: Is Christ our God, or is man our God? So what he's asking. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse
1: me. very important for us as we go in the days. Uh, in our life, <clears throat> so we see what we are seeing here: that uh,
2: a situation has arrived
1: where yeah. people are
2: perverting the gospel
1: of Christ.
2: And we saw that Paul and Barnabas had just completed their first missionary journey. They had visited some part of those provinces of Galatia, which is today is the present day Turkey. And when they returned they they were kind of accused by the Jewish Christians of diluting Christianity to make it more appealing to the Gentiles. You see, so these Jewish Christians disagree with Paul's statement that Gentiles you not know, have to follow many of the uh, religious laws that the Jews had obeyed for centuries. And uh, some of uh, Paul's accusers had even followed him to those Galatian cities and had told the Gentiles, converts, they had to be circumcised and follow all the Jewish laws and customs. In order to be saved. Now, according to this man, gentiles had to first become Jews in order to become Christians. They had—they were arguing that they had to follow some rules, regulations of the Jewish custom before they had to become Christians. So in response to these talking back and forth, argument and on, Paul wrote this letter to the Galatian churches. And he explained that the uh, Old Testament law or the Jewish law will not bring salvation. It does it bring salvation? If a person is saved, by grace through faith so we are not saved by the Old Testament laws or by the youth laws rather we are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus so Paul wrote this letter around AD 49.
1: hallelujah now when you uh, uh, so when we look up what we are seeing we you will see that Paul had been a Christian for about and he uh, was uh, He was saying that some people were preaching a different gospel. They were teaching that for
2: people to be saved, Gentile believers had to follow Jewish laws and customs, especially the rite of
1: circumcision. That is, they have to be circumcised before. You become a Christian. Faith in Christ was not enough. It wasn't enough.
2: So we have to do some other things uh, to make sure we are in right standing. Now, the message undermined the truth of the good news that salvation is a gift, not a reward for certain. Mark or deeds or activities you have to perform, Jesus Christ has made this gift available to all of us, every man, every woman, every race uh no matter the regions where you come from, continent uh, it doesn't matter, not just to the
1: Jews alone, to every one of us so so. Be careful of people who will
2: tell you to do more than
1: simple faith
2: in Christ to be saved. You see, when people set up additional requirement for salvation, they deny the power of Christ's death on the cross. So when they start saying that we have to do this, we have to do that in order for us to be saved, They are just adding
1: something to it, which we have no idea if that will save people. And there is only
2: one way given to us by God to be forgiven of sin, and that is through believing in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. No other person, no other method, no other ritual can give internal life. So attempting to be open minded and tolerant, some people are that all religions or all religions are equally valid part to God. Now we know that
1: Jesus is the only way, is the only truth, is the only life and by him we are able to approach god john 14:6 so we have to
2: abide by what we have been told now god does not accept man made religion as a substitute to faith in jesus christ he has provided just one way and that is jesus christ 14:6 now, those who have confused
1: the Galatian believers and perverted the gospel were zealous. Uh,
2: Jewish Christians who believe that the Old Testament practices, such as circumcision and dietary restriction, were required of all believers because these teachers wanted to turn the Gentile belief, the Gentile Christians into
1: Jews. They were called Judaism. Okay? So <clears throat> most of the Galatian Christians were Greek who were
2: unfamiliar with Jewish laws and customs. The the Judaizers were an extreme fashion. Of Jewish Christians, both groups believed in Christ, but the lifestyles differed considerably. We do not know why the Judeas may have traveled no small distance to teach their mistaken notions to the new Gentile convert. They may have been motivated by a sincere wish to integrate Judaism uh, or uh, Judaizing with the new Christian faith. Uh, Another point that we might see here is that they may have a sincere love for their Jewish heritage, or they they are teaching, treating these new churches and had to be cantered. So when Paul called their teaching a perversion of the gospel, he was not rejecting everything Jewish. He, he was a
1: Jew who worshiped in the temple and attended the religious festivals.
2: But he was concerned that nothing get in the way of the simple truth of the message. That salvation for Jews and Gentiles alike is through faith in Jesus Christ alone. Sometime after the letter to the Galatians was sent, Paul met with the apostles in Jerusalem to discuss this matter further. Hallelujah. Now, a twisting of the truth is more difficult.
1: To spot
2: than an outright lie. So the Jews were twisting the truth about Christ. They claimed to follow Him, but they denied that Jesus'
1: walk on the cross was sufficient for salvation. There will always
2: be people who provide the good news. Either they do not understand what the Bible teaches, or they are uncomfortable with the truth as it stands. How can we care when people are twisting the truth? Before accepting the teachings of any group, find out what the group teaches about Jesus Christ. If their teaching does not match the truth in God's words, then it is not. True. Hallelujah. You see, Paul strongly denounced the Judea's perversion of the gospel of Christ. He said that even if an angel
1: from heaven comes preaching another message, that angel should be internally condemned. not to be accused, some translations they have uh, uh they some of translation, they use uh internally condemned some said uh, uh, anatema, uh cost Some said is a, a ban or a cost. Okay. So as communicated or a cost. Some said cost. Put your cost. Okay. And those are the things we need to watch about.
2: Uh, I'm not trying to scare anyone. Uh, I just. Uh, Apologize if I'm scaring anyone, but you will see here that, uh, you will see here, I'm just passing here <clears throat> to say one or few things in addition to what I've said
1: before. <clears throat> Excuse me. You see, many of us are seeing that we look at the New Testament. It's like we are seeing a cause where Paul caused or put a cause on a on on someone. Okay. So there's another place where
2: he was being uh, slapped, and uh, he didn't know that was. uh, uh, the Lord's uh, representative, who was talking, and I don't want to get into details about that. So he, he said, uh, "You whitewash," and so on and so forth. Then, and this, this, uh, and also this one we are talking about today. So that one is in the book of Acts. So this one we are talking about it in today in Galatians, where he. Let him be accursed. You see, we can see
1: that we might be putting a cost on ourselves without us even knowing.
2: And we also know that Paul said, Let us not be ignorant. So, ignorance is not an excuse. Oh, I don't know, you don't know, okay, God will forgive me. No. is a cause so how do we avoid cause in our lives that is not to be a cost ways we can live free from being cost
1: especially people who are in tune with the word of God the moment we are
2: in, the, in in tune with the Word of God, what I mean in tune with the Word of God, you are preaching the Word of God to anyone. And the Word of God is not the true gospel.
1: It's not the true Word of God. Okay? It's not what? The true Word of God. In other words, it, is the word of God enduring forever or is not? Or the word of God, is it a true word of God? Or is it, being perverted? Or is being adulterated? Or it has been changed? Or diluted you know Paul said that if I preach the gospel and
2: and we do not preach it and it's not the gospel
1: of Christ let that person be a curse. so our solution to any cause in our life is the gospel preaching the true gospel
2: I believe if we take up the 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 the, the, the scripture and begin to preach the true gospel of Christ any cause will vanish taking the word of God as it is and preach it
1: any cause will be broken any chain will be removed he has done him before he has broken the chain of Paul in
2: jail he has broken the chain of Peter in jail He have broken every chain of people so this is not a new uh, thing that we will
1: say oh he, he cannot do it he will do it any cause any chain in our
2: life Simply taking the, the the word of the law that endure forever, we break that chain, will release us from any cause whatsoever,
1: simply by preaching by talking about the true gospel of Christ Hallelujah, hallelujah, so. Paul
2: strongly denounced the Judea perversion of the gospel of Christ. So he said that even an angel from heaven, this is serious, comes from preaching another gospel, another message, that angel should be internally condemned. If an angel came preaching another message, he would not be from heaven, no matter how he looked, that is in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, fifteen, Paul warned that Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Here he invoked a cause on any angel who spread a false gospel, a fitting response to an emissary of hair. So Paul, in other words, extended
1: the cause to include himself in i even himself. So if he should pervert the gospel, his message must never change, for the truth of the gospel never changes. You know the word of God endureth forever. First Peter one twenty
2: five.
1: He will never change. So if if it is changing, then we are the ones changing it. So his message will not will
2: never change for the truth of the gospel, never change. So Paul just used strong language because he was dealing with a life
1: and death issue. Hallelujah. Now I, I like to go to uh I like to go to I like to go to uh, uh Philippians. Philippians chapter then we will then follow let's go to Philippians chapter one, okay. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter one. <clears throat> now we we are seeing here that there are kinds of preaching of some ministers of God. Now Paul was talking, he was writing to the people of Philippians, of of
2: Philippi, the Philippians people. Now he said in verse fourteen, and many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. You see, some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of good will. I'm reading from King James Version. Now verse sixteen said, The one The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposed to add affliction to my bonds. But the other of love,
1: knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. You see, two kinds of people here. There is one
2: that are preaching the gospel for selfish reasons. For material gain for what they can get from it and the other group of people are just like him for this for preaching for the defense of the gospel
1: they are preaching the word of God that are the true gospel of God Let's let's read this. let's let's see what other translation
2: say to better get this right. Okay. Philippians one, let's read
1: from fourteen to fifteen. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to read from uh, uh let's see amplify and because of my imprisonment just a moment, please amplify fourteen. Say, and also most of the brethren that is from Fortina, and
2: also most of the brethren have derived fresh confidence in the law because of my chains, and are much more bold to speak and publish fearlessly the word of God, adding with more freedom and indifference to the consequences. Some it is actually or preach Christ the Messiah for no better reason than out of envy and rivalry, party spirit, but others are doing uh, so out of loyal spirit and good will. You see, the latter uh, proclaim Christ out of love because they recognize and know that I'm providentially that is put here for the defence of the good news of the gospel, isn't that awesome? But uh, but uh, seventeen says, but the former preached Christ out of a party spirit, insincerely, insincerely, out of no pure motive, but thinking to annoy me, supposing they are making my bondage more
1: bitter. I might change more garlic. Uh, isn't that amazing? Now let's see uh, uh let's see other translation uh new living translation. Okay, let's see from fourteen to seventeen, okay. Okay, it says,
2: and because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. It's true
1: that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry. Yeah, out of jealousy and rivalry. But others preach about Christ with pure motives. Two kinds of people.
2: 16 says they preach because they love me for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ they preach with selfish ambition not sincerely intended to make my chains more painful to me but that does not matter whether their motives are false or genuine uh the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice. Hallelujah.
1: So we see here that uh we can preach the 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 um
2: the word of God in a way that we can uh, cause pain to other people. Okay. So I I like
1: to go to uh let's see um 2nd uh, Second Corinthians 2nd Second Corinthians chapter 2 okay 2nd Corinthians chapter 2 see uh, verse 17 okay uh, f- uh let me
2: read from um 15. it said, for we are for we are unto God a sweet sour, a sweet savor of Christ, in them that are saved, and in them that perish.
1: To the one, we are the savor of death, unto death. Savor means
2: like a, a fragrant. Some translations say fragrant. Okay, it's like a perfume or odor. Okay. Uh, how they would perceive you or they will receive you it is about how they receive you the spirit you are carrying (coughs) and to the other the several of life unto life and who is sufficient for these things is a question now verse 17 says for we for we are not as many which corrupt the word of God. In other words, there are people who corrupt the word of God.
1: Now the the word corrupt here in Greek means to adulterate, simply to adulterate. You know, to
2: adulterate you you change it a little bit, it's no longer pure it has been it, it is not impure it' being altered it simply means here yeah, to to retail you know to retail to retail to retail something you you take it out a little bit take it out you you sell it you take it out you resell it you say to retail uh you know to retail in business is to get something, uh, a wholesale from a manufacturer or a distrib distributor uh, distrib- distributor, then you retail it. You sell it in big to consumers.
1: You see. So we are seeing here that two group of people, one. Would corrupt the word of God, but act but as of
2: sincerity, but as of God in the sight of God
1: speak we in Christ, okay so let's see how we can
2: uh, see that in other translation as well okay, second
1: Corinthians chapter two okay uh, um Hallelujah. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to read from uh fifteen. Okay, let's see what we can get from here. <clears throat> it said for we are what? The fragrance of Christ which exhale unto God, discernible alike, among those who are being
2: saved, and among those who are perishing. To the latter, it is an aroma wafted from death to death, a fatal odor, the smell of doom. To the former, it is an aroma from life to life, a vital fragrance, living and fresh, and who is qualified, fit, sufficient for these things? Who is able for such a ministry? Will? It's a question. Now, verse 17. For we are not like so many, like hosters, making a trade of peddling the God's word, shortchanging and adulterating the divine messages. But like men of sincerity and the purest motive, as commissioned and sent by God, we speak his message in Christ, the Messiah, in the very sight and presence of God. That is amplified.
1: Now, let's go to uh, this new living, okay? Let's read from verse 15 now uh, he's just simply said
2: ministers of the new covenant ministers of the new covenant very powerful and he started from verse 14 he said but thank god he has made us his captives yes he capture you capture me and continue to lead us along in christ's triumphant possession now he uses us to spread the knowledge of christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Isn't that powerful translation?
1: Everywhere as a perfume. Sweet perfume.
2: Our lives are a Christ like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by what? Those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. Two categories of people we Perceivers those who are being safe and those who are unbelievers
1: unbelievers if they are not called by the Father, they will definitely be in antagonizing to you
2: they will they will say no, I don't want you." they 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 reject us. They don't re, they don't accept
1: the word of God. So the perfume causes problem. Okay.
2: So where are we now? He said to verse sixteen to those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving
1: perfume. And who is
2: adequate for such a task as this?
1: Who? It's
2: a question. You see, we are not like many hostess who preach for personal profit. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us, hallelujah, you can read another translation as well and see what the Lord will show to you, hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So we see here that we have to preach the Word of God that endure forever with sincerity with truth
1: is the gospel that has to be preached. To the whole world it has to be preached to the whole world.
2: Now, look at what Christ Himself said. Look at what Christ Himself said in uh, Luke chapter 4. <clears throat> in the book of Luke chapter 4, okay, verse 18. Now, He was announcing His mission, His vision, His purpose. Now, He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty
1: them that are bruised. To preach the gospel to the poor. To heal, to deliver, to set us free, to bring us freedom, liberty. In his presence,
2: we are having liberty today. We are free today.
1: We are delivered
2: from every bondage. He sent his word, we are healed today. By his stripes, we are healed. By his bruise, by his wounds, we are delivered. We are set free from every chains, from every bondage that the enemy may have put a hold on our life. We are healed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We are blessed by all that he did on the cross for you and me. Today he sits at the right hand of God as an intercessor, interceding for you and for me, is the greatest atoning for you and me. He said, Yeah, my son, my daughter is blameless, is blameless before the father. And we have no 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 problem with the father. We are in right standing with him. Just because of what Jesus has done for us. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now look at 14. Mark, Mark, the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 9. It says, Verily I say unto you. Whosoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she had done shall be spoken
1: of for a memorial of her. Isn't that also? Awesome? Now Jesus was also talking in uh, answering in the book of
2: Luke chapter seven verse twenty-two. Then Jesus answering and said unto them. Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. How that the blind see, the lame walk,
1: the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to the poor. The gospel is preached. Hallelujah. And as they departed, I went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere, healing everywhere. Hallelujah. Now, my time is running out, but I have so many
2: scripture to to say. Now, in in the book of Matthew, chapter fifteen, uh, chapter eleven, verse five, uh, verse five now i am I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that when christ was now on the field this is what he did you see is he, he said the blind receive their sight and the uh and and the lame walk the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear the dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. This was when
1: when um <clears throat> when um that is when the um uh, the, the uh John sent um uh, sent <clears throat>
2: I just want to point out some
1: uh,
2: some parts here. Very important, okay.
1: Um Matthew chapter eleven, okay. Matthew chapter eleven verse five. Okay. Um, verse 4,
2: actually, Um uh, our, our verse 1. Okay? He said, Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples that he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison about the work of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the coming one, or or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, and the lame walk, and lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of him. So instead of just affirming himself and say,
1: Oh yeah, I'm the one uh
2: that you proclaim about that was going to come, you know I'm
1: um, Jesus Christ. But what if he he just started to minister minister the the, the word of God, preach the gospel of Christ and
2: And he told his two disciples, Now you go and report to them, I mean, report to John, your master, what you have seen. You see, you've seen the blind see, you've seen the lame walk, you've seen the lepers are cleansed, you've seen the dead are hearing, you see the
1: dead are raised up, and the poor, in hearing the gospel, preach to them. The word of God. Telling him, you go and search the scripture. He was
2: the one who pointed the people to, uh, uh, pointed uh, his people to Christ. He was the one who said, "You cannot even uh, the sanders. I cannot even untie it. He is greater than I. He must. He must. uh, I must." Uh, he must arise and must come down and so on or so forth. <coughs> Excuse me. He was the one who said all those things. and um, He knows the word of God. In fact, in Isaiah 35 from verse 4 to 6, he said many things. He prophesied. Uh, he saw the prophecy re- regarding Christ that was to come. And now he came. He found himself in jail, hoping that Christ was going to bring his kingdom, establish his kingdom immediately, and probably set him free. Now he was not seeing this occurring. So he was kind of discouraged. He's kind of beginning to doubt the very prophecy
1: that he himself gave. Meaning we can be discouraged at any time. Meaning we can be in doubt at
2: any time. So we need to watch out for those kind of things that might come. And when it does come, what we need is just the word of God. Go straight to the word of God and read the word of God. And what happens when they told uh Jesus Christ that he has he has been killed. Jesus Christ just moved to another region and begin to preach the
1: gospel. Just preach the gospel. You see? So verse 14. Verse 14
2: of that Matthew chapter for, of, of of the book of Matthew. At that time, Herod the Tetra heard the report that Jesus had said to his disciple, This is John the Baptist, is risen from the dead. And therefore, the powers are at work in him. For Herod had laid hold of John and beheaded him and put him in prison for the sake of the Herodians, his brother Philip's wife, because John had said that to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. And although he wanted to put him to death, he feared the multitude because they
1: counted him as a prophet. So they killed him. See, so. They beheaded him. See? So it's so important. So his unbelief, his doubt was
2: just a path for the enemy to walk on. And the king was sorry. Okay? So he was sorry. But he was already gone. So back to where we are. So we see here that uh, what did Paul say about the gospel anyway? What did Paul say? So Paul himself said in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, just have about six minutes left. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also of the Greek is the power of God unto salvation. So the gospel when we release the gospel, the there is power that goes. The power of God goes when we release the true gospel of Christ. Now we've we've talked about perverting the gospel, adulterating the gospel, some of the uh Retelling it uh, for selfish reasons for their personal gain we've talked about that and i hope we understand what we are what we talk talking about so i hope this does not offend anyone but this is the word of god i'm not making this up for myself it's what we are reading i have not added anything out of it i mean to it, straight from the word of god okay already from different translations, so you saw it, you heard it see, so one of the things that we should not do is not to pervert the gospel and to dilute the gospel for certain people for them to gain your acceptance no or maybe for your church to be to be large, so you kind of. Avoid some areas. Oh, let's make this. Let us not say this. Let us remove that. Then it's not the gospel of Christ, it's your gospel now.
1: So you are now preaching a different gospel. And if we are now preaching a different gospel, even
2: an angel, even Paul himself, said his caused. So you can imagine the consequences. Okay so please very important okay it says for i am not ashamed that is romans chapter 1 verse 16 says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believes to the jews first and also to the to the greeks that is to everyone it's a power power is unleashed when we preach the true gospel of Christ power is released there's power in the true word of God the enduring word of God the essence of the cross the word of God that break every yoke the word of God that set the cut is free the word of God that saves us the word of God
1: that releases blessing. The word of God that releases protection. The word of God that brings a
2: protection around us. The word of God that makes us it's our maker. It's our
1: deliverer. The word of God is. Our friend, he is a friend. He loves us. He gave us
2: things. He is not a mean god that he doesn't want us to have things, but he wants
1: us to have things. He want us to be blessed.